Uh, what? Give the fact that you have a quarter so you can pop your your beer. Hey, hey! Cheers, cheers! It doesn't matter how you open your beer, whether you need a quarter or when you just pop it yourself. Or it gets drunk either way. Those are dandy hands I've ever seen. I cut my nails. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Toga! Toga! With Ad Walsh Disney. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golf, son. All right. Well, see you later. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bale's. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. I'm a bunch of a-holes. Hey y'all, welcome in to episode 39 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! The red light is on, the red light means stop thinking, get a little senseless with us, the crew of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Uh, to my left, is sitting here, sitting here, is... Mr. PTO, Mr. Still Smooth PTO, as we like, yes, we do like to call him PTO. Uh, I might lose my title. You might. I might yeah, lose my sure. title. You're consi- consi- Mr. Consistency here. Yeah. I'm done taking PTO. Who's on PTO today? Well, Bales is on PTO. You know him as the world's smartest idiot. You also know him as at St. Bales. He's taking the PTO. He might have to take the moniker. Maybe it's a, like a, PTO is a shifting scale. Yeah. It shifts to person to it, person. It's a shared title. It's a <laughs> shared title. Just Let's just hope it doesn't share with the whole podcast. <laughs> Somebody's got to be here. Exactly, exactly. Like we said, episode 39 is on 11-9-2018. I almost read that wrong. That is November 9th of the year 2018. That is true. And on that day... We start with, you are the senseless. We just have one. Uh, we wanted to thank everyone who voted for Nerd Corner this week because we realized on Tuesday that had completely slipped all three of our collective minds. Whoever said great, or like uh, multiple minds. One mind, or multiple minds are better than one? Yeah, yeah. that thing. Help no. me out here. Not if there are. Well, more, yeah. No, it doesn't. Doesn't really apply to us. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really apply. I mean, it's bold nonsense for a reason. Exactly. Doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, we just want to thank everybody. We apologize for the poll being up very late and only going for about a day. Um, and so thank you. Thank you for voting. But that, hey, look for it on Monday. Time out. Thank you for them voting. But did you vote? Yeah. Oh, I voted. Good, I voted too. 
Yeah, so people but, can stop telling me that you, you voted you know, yeah. or that or to vote because I did it. And what is it with our society that you have to tell me that you did something that you're supposed to do in the first place? It is yeah. It's your free it's your it's your right and it's your freedom. Yeah. It's the one thing it makes us different than like the Middle East where you don't get to. You're just told what to do. And everyone's like, hey, look what I did. You're supposed to. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I appreciate you not posting a picture. I appreciate that oh. I had to ask you to figure out if you voted. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you did. I, I appreciate you appreciating that. Hey, not enough people would. Yeah, I appreciate the podcast. I appreciate a lot of things, but hey, it's just a good outlook. Keep you know what? Happy. I, you know what I appreciate most? What is our thoughts? Yeah, I appreciate rants. Thoughts, rants, random thoughts, randomness. Randomness. Random thoughts. Random thoughts. Okay, I want to go with the a first quick one. Yeah, this is start us off. so. Uh, I love when you have random thoughts. I ran across I ran across a uh, a yo mama joke this week. Oh, hit me! And it was it made me laugh in front of multiple people. <laughs> I hope no mamas are listening. Yes, uh, and if you are, just no offense. <laughs> if you're a mama, no offense. Turn it off. This right is now. not about you. It's about uh, definitely. Think of a mom that if you're a mom, think of a mom you dislike. It's about her. That's that. It's mom. not about you. Ever. That PTA mom. Yeah, a PTA mom. Pretentious bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's, it, goes, it goes like this. And it's new agey. It's a new age oh, mama joke. Cutting edge. It goes like this. Your mama's so fat, Thanos had to snap twice. Oh, I like that. Right? Yeah. And people can appreciate... Yes. That's clever. I like, I like that. But explain it a little bit if some mamas were listening. Because I, I don't think well, there's a lot of... I mean... Spoilers here. Yeah. I by if you don't at least haven't gotten it from context, it's been out for a long time. Obviously, Marvel, big in our society these days. Um, a big movie from Marvel came out about Yeah. Was that like a year ago? No when they're all fighting? Yeah. Was that a year ago? No, dude. That was probably not, not, a couple months. Maybe. What? Not a year, no. Not a year? Yeah. Just yeah, just okay, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, something happens where a guy snaps and people die. Pretty much, this is a joke. Like, so big, you had to snap twice to get her to die. Thanos is an all-powerful yeah. god, or I don't know. He's, he's not a, a god. Technically, he's a he's a titan, a titan, or whatever. That's what he's called. Yeah, whatever. Got it. No, whatever. that was a good. One, Let's though. move on. I like that. I just liked the joke. I, I thought li- it was pretty funny. I like that. Um, do you have any more random thoughts? Yeah. You want me to go? You, Hit me. Okay. No, I want you to roll out. Okay. Then th- this was the roll one. I, this out. is the big one that I really wanted to get out there. Yeah. And uh, it was if there were like a real purge, oh, what stuff would you do? Like pretty much what crime? Besides kill, I don't know if I would kill. Would, yeah. See, that's the thing. Everyone, I want to feel. Can we like go into weapon like, choice? That was my original, but oh. then I thought, like, I'll expand. Okay. You can do the crime. You can I'm, choose your I'm weapon. I'm going to loot. I'm a looter. Yeah? I'm a loot by heart, and You're I'm a looter ch- by action. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll <laughs> Go <that>. loots. We'll <laughs> Go loots. Um, oh, we got to give the results. <laughs> we talked about that game last week. Oh, I didn't even... Oh, yeah, okay. You guys got smacked. We, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, dirty. Oh, gross. Um, well, what would I do? Um, I would loot. I would steal. Um, so in the sense of like you're going into stores and yeah. taking stuff. Yeah, and I'll tell you what stores. Um, I would... Oh, man. Um, it couldn't be just me because I feel like I need more brain power and executionally I feel like I would more need hands. more. More hands. Yeah, more hands. 
I'm gonna go cliche bank though. You know, if it, if it's one night, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rob that place silly. No, no, I'm not gonna go for a bank. Too hard to get into. I'm gonna go in. What's the what restaurant or mm, it doesn't have to be a restaurant store carries the most cash? Do you think? Now I'm trying to plan. Now you got me interested. Well, you go like high class restaurant. Yeah. Like okay. Steakhouses. What What's a good uh. Ruth's Chris Ruth's is a good Chris. steakhouse. Okay. Uh, that's the only one right now. Um, Big stores. Question, though. Walmart on the right day. I would, okay. People go I'm going to say Walmart. Costco. Over. Okay, no. Yes. Better point. Costco, Costco. Over Ruth's Chris. You know why? Ruth's Chris bills, never been there, but I'm guessing an average bill is pretty high. Oh, I'm going to say not. 150 200 bucks, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's probably over that. Um, you know, with the drinks and stuff like that. But I'm guessing you're paying with the card. It's a lot of transactional. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of cash is at hand. Costco, I think that's where the cash is at. It's got cash. Show me. Plus, they got a vault in the back. They have, <laughs> and they have the cars there. And the Plus TV. all the shit. So you can take free steal, samples. You steal the car, you steal the money, you steal <laughs> yeah. the stuff. Yep. You put it all in the car and you're gone. Oh, dude, I think we just did it. Yeah. It's now, your one stop shop. Yeah. Now what, now, what will you use to loot Costco? I wouldn't loot Costco. Oh, okay. That wouldn't so be my number one. Okay, so that's not me, my number one. Let me finish out with mine. my number two. Uh, I think you're gonna have to go with some sort of chainsaw. You're gonna have to. You're Whoa. gonna have to. You're gonna have to ring, ring, ring through you something. You gotta scare people. Yeah, clear out the building. Clear them out. Clear them out. Then, yeah, yeah. And then and then get to looting. So yeah. I think I would have a chainsaw in the um, arsenal. I'm sure I'll have some other weapons, but I, I'm gonna go with the ring, ring, the the chainsaw. Yeah. Um, that would be that would definitely be in mind. What about you? I'm Good going, question. I'm going. I'm practicing all year. I'm going straight cybercrime. Oh, I'm stealing money on money on money. Don't have to worry about the if people are paying in debit cards or credit cards or whatever. I am just I'm hacking. I'm you know getting in like a panic room. Yeah, some Wi-Fi, a computer. I'm hacking. Maybe I'll get a couple of buddies. People aren't probably watching their, like, aren't watching the, the They're worried about their lives, exactly. not their money. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm going for. I'm going back door day after the purge. I'm a rich man. Uh, I think yours is a smarter crime. I tried to go yeah. <laughs> white collar. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like the way you think. Yeah. I like <laughs> I like the way your degenerate mind works. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah definitely degenerate thoughts. Yeah, degenerate questions. I like that. Um, I like that a lot. Um, was that the last? Was that your last? Yeah, yeah. that's all I got. Um, okay, I'm gonna roll on in here. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna start with a little with a little background. Uh, this past week, we had the NCAA uh, basketball tip-off um, with my Kentucky Wildcats and are you your... Going, are you going straight to it? Oh, it's going to preface... Uh, we won't talk a little bit. Or... Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm ready whenever you want to okay. bring it up. I'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about it, and then we'll go into my random thought. So, my Kentucky Wildcats, your Duke Blue Devils, Yeah. my ass got kicked. Oh. Um, and we put, you know, we put a, a friendly little wager. Loser buys the, the beers for this pod. Yeah. I buy the hams. Yeah. I buy I buy a Coors Light for you. The twenty four Coors Light. Um, I. Uh, it's the perfect bet. It was the perfect bet. In my bet. opinion, it was. Um, I was on the treadmill, working out, uh, getting my sweat on, <laughs> getting my frustration on. Um, and I'll have to tell you this. I hope I hope my Tacoma listener, my Tacoma friend, Alex Tuman is listening because I was down 
in Vegas for the Super Bowl with all the with all the other Tacoma boys. Yeah. In Vegas for the Super Bowl, not last year but two years ago, where, uh, when I bet, I usually put you know ten, fifteen, twenty dollars here there, but I put like a, I put a two hundred dollar bet on Kentucky to win straight, over, over it was Florida, Florida was I think thirteen and Kentucky was lower than that. It was a good matchup. Um, but Kentucky ended up getting smacked. So both times I've like put bets on Kentucky. Hey, they they left come, me hanging. They come up small every time, yeah. man. It was uh, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't great. So uh, you will never hear a Kentucky Wildcat PTO <laughs> pick. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. But we're here to win money. We're here to win money uh, and not lead you astray. But that was a little background. This is sure. my random thought. Um, how much do you talk to? the convenience store clerk. This came up, and how much do you interact with them? Um, this came up because I walked into uh, not my normal um, corner store. I went to the Plaid Pantry, been there a couple times. Real weird dude. He wears a, uh, he always wears a Wayne's World hat. Nice. Always. Always. Of course. But um, I'm like, when I, there's two types of people. I think there's people that walk into the convenience store, keep to themselves, don't talk to the clerk or whatnot. Uh, and then I think there's me, you know, and possibly you. I'm a friend. I'm walking in, and I literally hit the doorbell, you know, the ding, ding, like walking in. Yeah. And I, I give him one of these, like, hey, what's up? Peace sign. Nod my head. <laughs> like, and I say, hey. And he, like, looks at me, and, like, he's, he's, it's, like, almost that he's shocked that I'm interacting yeah. with him. Yeah. It is so, kind of shocking these days. Do you not? What do you do? I don't, I don't give him, like, a hey. But when I get up there... I am talking. I I won't say that I am an initiator. I'm more of a responder. But for me, it's like, uh, if so, they'll go, "Hey, how's your day?" And I don't just say, mm, "Pretty good." Yeah. I say, "It's going. It's going well." You, you know. Let them know. How was yours? Exactly. And so, like, you know, if they if they decide that they want to talk after that, yeah, then we can then we can go ahead and talk, and you can you can put in your two cents, and I'll respond. <laughs> but I wouldn't say I'm up there. You know. Coming up with crazy ideas, talking to them out of nowhere. So you're you're only you're. Let's say I'm in the middle. You're, but you're during and post transactional conversation. It's none of this. I'm talking to you before I come up to the counter. Uh well, when would I? I mean, like I'm what? shopping there up at the counter. Yeah. I don't know. I'm if talking to him right away. I don't know. I I don't like walk in and give him a hi. Yeah. But if I see him looking. I'll give him a nod. I'm a big, I'm a big head nod guy out in the world. Big head nod guy. And to everyone else, when I go in public, I like to give like a not a creepy, but like a smile yeah. a little bit. You know, just turn the cheeks yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. Put some good vibes out in the world. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that's what children say these days. Yeah, I like to do that too. But I think that we doing that are now considered the the weird ones. Like, why are you? I why? Do that, I, you know, I'm fine with that. I've yeah. been weird my entire life. I'm I'm in I'm in for the long haul. What's um, new? Well, <laughs> what's new? Um, and then kind of continuing on that train of thought. So as I mentioned, I bought the 24 hams and the 24 of uh, Coors, Coors, uh, Coors for us to uh, drink down. Um, and I just threw up a quick uh, IG, quick IG poll. Um, which is the better podcast beverage, Coors or hams? And my question to you, by the way, uh, Coors is, is winning heavily. Um, but my question to you is, do you vote? On your own IG polls, okay. and is it okay to? Because I, I do. I only do it if um, 
if somebody has said that they do. <laughs> so you wouldn't admit it first? Oh, no, never. I, I'm never sure if I'm allowed to or not. I don't know if you're allowed to either. So, I do it, though. Yeah. I want to sway the decision. Yeah, you would think, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, the first couple nerd corner ones, I did vote. Yeah. And I was, like, the first one to vote. Mm-hmm. Trying to get... Because I was trying to prime it, you know? Mm-hmm. Get people wanting to vote. Yeah. People interact uh, more when you see other people interacting. Yeah. I voted on, on the one you put up. Although, when you put it up on, like, bold nonsense, like, yeah. nobody knows who it is. Yeah, exactly. So, I feel like you can go ahead and vote. This is gonna This is gonna damn me twice. So, currently, um, again... Uh, go go vote on this um, on this uh, poll here once you hear the podcast. But currently, it's Coors seventy percent, Hams thirty percent, which equals seven votes for Coors, three votes for Hams. Um, do you want to know what the three Hams votes are? Who? Uh, myself, no yeah, surprise. Bold nonsense, which I initiated. All right. <laughs> for, for Hams, and then uh, our our bold nonsense uh, uh, faithful listener, Kalen Clendenin. So, Love it. So two out of the three were me voting for him. Yeah. <laughs> so you came up with the options and then voted twice and then stuffed the voting box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big corruption guy. Yeah, that's a, I like that. That's yeah. my kind of politician. Yeah, that is big corruption. Hey, a lot of corruption and uh, purge talk on these random hey. thoughts. I like it. You and Kalen drinking hams. No, honestly, I love hams, though. Hams is good. I'm not opposed to hams. It's just you asked, and I was like, okay, this is the yeah. first thing that comes to my mind, you know? Kurz is your, uh, is your, that's you. You've never been different. That's, you gotta stick with what that's you what like. what I started with, you mm-hmm. know? Just, just enough to get, to get me feeling right, <laughs> and not enough taste to, to affect anything. Exactly. I like it. Um, but yeah, that wraps up my <laughs> random thought. Good sesh. I love it. Random thoughts. That was... Very good random thoughts this week. Yeah. If you would like to let us know your thoughts on our random thoughts, just hit us up. Hit us up. You know, you know where to go. Bold.nonsense on Instagram. Bold underscore nonsense. Twitter. You can email us. Boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Or get in the reviews on iTunes. Any one of those and you can hit us up. But for now, let's go to trivia. Let's test your minds. Trivia! Trivia! Yeah. Trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Trivia. Trivia question from last week. I will go ahead and read and recap for you and present the answer. Last week trivia, last week's trivia question read like this. And this is actually one of my favorite trivia questions to date. I appreciated this question. What are the top three most common mascots in Division I college sports? Again, what are the top three most common mascots in Division One college sports? Think about it. What did you? What were your guys' guesses? Remember, you're supposed to be playing along. You should be guessing. You don't have to let us know your guesses, but you should definitely be guessing to yourself. I think I had Swordfish as my official guess last time. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good guess. You know, yeah. You're close. Um, Banana slugged. Banana slugged. Yeah. Answer. Uh, Bulldogs, Tigers, Wildcats. How many of those can you name? Georgia, Bulldogs. LSU Tigers, uh, Wildcats, uh, Central Washington. Are, you, Are they the Wildcats? You're kidding me right now. They're D one, Double A. Buddy, Wildcat. Oh, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> you always forget your own I school, did. the <laughs> school you root for every time with the Wildcats. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gonzaga Bulldogs. Nice. Um, I don't know any more Tigers. Clemson. Oh yeah, good one. 
Sadly, um, some other ones. Wildcats. The uh, isn't Kansas State? Aren't they the Wildcats? Yeah, they are. Nice. No, nice call. Nice that's call. all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. Except uh, for this week's question, I got that too. Hit me. Okay. This week's question: Only one team has won the NCAA Men's College Basketball Championship more than two times in a row. Who was it? And how many times did they win in a row? One more time for you. Only one team has won the NCAA Men's College Basketball Championship more than two times in a row. So more than two times in a row. Who was it and how many times did they win in a row? You'll get that answer next week. What you'll get right now is the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. As always, we are doing 30-second news. Uh, Still Smooth will keep us right on track so we can get through these stories. Um, Not quickly, but not slowly. How about that? That's what we like to to keep up with. First story is just really, it's just a reminder. The NFL is donating up to $5 million to Salute to Service campaign. The Salute to Service campaign and military veterans and their families. So if you go on Twitter... And you just do, all you have to do is hashtag salute to service. You can do that. It's through November 19th. Every time you do hashtag salute to service, they'll give $5. On Veterans Day, uh, which is Sunday, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, They'll give $25. Oh, Veterans Day is Monday. Monday. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So Veterans Day is Monday. They will give $25 for every tweet with hashtag salute to service. Go, Go help out. And how many times can you do this? Unlimited. So why not? Yeah. Why not? And it just doesn't make any sense not to. What? What? Donating money feels great. Donating other people's money feels even better. <laughs> yeah, especially if you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Like take out your the, phone. That's the easiest donation <laughs> of another person's money that you've yeah you have ever done. Yeah. That. There's no reason not to smash that button. Salute to service. Gotcha. Okay. Next thing, we're going to talk about some throwback celebrations. We have two of them. Michael Thomas's from the New Orleans Saints, his Joe Horn cell phone celebration against the Rams, and then Kevin Byard, the safety for the Titans, he went on and did the T.O. On the, on the Dallas Star. What did you think about these? Let's go 30 seconds each. Sure. 30 seconds each. Michael Thomas, I love that. That is so much swag. It brings back memories of the old Randy Moss, like signing with the with the Sharpies and everything like that. Yeah. I love it. The, the NFL, again, is appealing to, more appealing to a younger crowd because of this. It's more fun. I know a lot of the olds are frowning. Um, <laughs> the olds are frowning because of this type of stuff. I like the excessive, not excessive, I like the enhanced Enhanced celebrations. I love it. Five stars. You take it away on the Kevin Byard. Byard. Dancing on the Dallas Star. Strange name, right? Yeah. (laughs) Hit it. Um, Kevin Byard. I mean, I honestly, I didn't hate it that much. 
You just get a huge pick. You're hyping up your team. If you watch that game, he was the one hyping up his defense all game. You got to have some intensity. There wasn't a flag thrown, which was really my only problem with Michael Thomas's. It's like, I don't like it when another person has to answer for your flag. So mm-hmm. the defense had to answer for his 15 yards. But other than that, I loved them both. Come up with your own, stick with your team. That's all I like. Love it. 30. You know I'm in it. You know I'm into the team celebration. Yes. I love the it. The Seahawks dancing one. That was dope. <laughs> that was amazing. That was yeah. Oh, that had me dying. That was dope. That had me dying. I was dancing like that after the PTO PTO pick hit, which we'll talk about later. You've been dancing a lot then. I, I have been dancing. I have been dancing. You want to take the next one? Yeah. All right. Troy Aikman believes Cowboys need complete, not just a little, complete overhaul. Not just a coaching change. Walsh, how do you feel about that? Top to bottom. Bring it all down. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, a lot of people are talking about Jerry Jones. Well, people are talking about Jason Garrett, and I don't think he's a very good coach, uh, and he's proven that. Jerry Jones, is he's got to step back, though. I mean, that's really what Aikman is saying, and Aikman would know. The guy was there. I, I like, I mean, kudos to him for being having the, the nuts to say it. And being right. Went 30 seconds, but I'm going to just pose the, uh, pose yeah, the question. Yeah, took all the 30, sorry. No, that was cool. I was going to let you run with it. Uh, when's the last time Dallas has been relevant? You know, Like the we, 90s? Yeah, we don't need to really go into it, but just like, yeah. what? Primetime is playing there. Yeah, why, why not just overhaul? Um, yeah. Yeah. Cheers of what? This was a wild story. Wild story. So the Saints sign Des Bryant. He's hasn't been in the league all year. They sign him. Today come, he leaves practice. Potential Achilles tear. Whoa. He put out uh, an Instagram post that was basically like, you know, things were just starting to get going for me. This is a big test from God, blah, blah, blah that, all, all that kind of stuff. But wild, man. Like, did this happen in practice? I don't know anything about yeah, this. Did like this t- happen in this Today. Wow. He is like his second practice, the first one where he's actually like going, mm-hmm. and he gets he possibly tears his Achilles. I'm not a big Des Bryant fan, but that is brutal. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Yeah. I'm not going to go too much into it. Um, I'm going to say two things. I think he could have worked there. I think he could have worked out in, in, in New Orleans. It's a big gamble. Yeah, it's a gamble. But also, hey, Des... It's called being old. <laughs> Your Achilles is going to tear. You're an old man. I think you're Sorry. officially one of the olds that you <laughs> alluded to one earlier. Of the, one of the old. <laughs> Although I do consider myself to be one of those olds as well. So, you know. It all comes full circle. Make fun of the others. <laughs> you know he's three years older than us? What? He's 30. So we could have potentially been in high school with him. Yes. Holy, we yeah. are olds. Yeah, we're olds. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um, speaking of olds, an, a semi-old, Amir yeah, Abdullah joins the Vikings. Hit me. Uh, good you luck. Like I don't yeah. know. I like it. Why not? You know, he's, he's never been a bad locker room guy. He's a guy who can return kicks, though he did have a brutal fumble. Uh, but he can return kicks. He can help you out with Dalvin Cook, who's just he does not trust his hamstring. Oh even even last week we had the seventy yard run yeah. and said I kept it in fourth gear. Yeah. Because he's afraid of it. So why not yeah. try and revitalize this guy's career? Yeah. Um 
I like it. Uh, Mir Abdullah has never blown my socks off. Uh, I kind of just want to go back to this Dalvin, uh, 30 seconds, by the way. I uh, just want to go back to the whole Dalvin Cook thing. It's so sad. I had such high hopes for Dalvin Cook last year, yeah. and that whole thing, that whole train went off the tracks. He just needs to, to take it slow. Yeah. Take, they're still winning right now. They got to win down the stretch, so. Put the Rari in fourth. Didn't let her. O- didn't no, even, he did not. Didn't get an opener up. I think that might have been an excuse for not getting there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I would have said. <laughs> Speaking of getting there, Bruce Irvin, who was recently released by your Raiders. Yes. Uh, nice job by them. He is signed with his hometown Falcons. He actually said he he got offered more money by a couple of different teams, and that he chose to go to the Falcons because you can't put a price on playing at home. Yeah, I. <laughs> Again, why not? Bruce Irvin, I, he, Bruce Irvin to me is one of the most intimidating guys in a helmet. I don't know why, and he looked great in a Raider uniform. Uh, um, not to Gruden. Not to Gruden, ah. but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, w- if you get a chance to play for your hometown team, why not? It might make him work a little bit harder. I like the move. What do you think? Can you even imagine running out to your hometown fans? You know your family's in there, but... See that kind of stuff, and everybody loves you in Atlanta. Exactly. Uh, not to mention the Mercedes, what, Superdome is oh, brand new yeah. and gorgeous. Super nice. <laughs> Darn. Darn, I have to play there. Yeah. Uh, Sam Darnold to miss week 10 with a foot injury. Is Whoa. this better or worse for the Jets? You know, I think it's actually good uh, for both sides. They play the Bills this week. Little inside look. I'm streaming them in fantasy because, you know, Darnold's throwing picks left and right. And then I hear Josh McCown's playing, and I'm like, well, there goes that. Yeah. Because I actually think the Jets have a better chance of winning with Josh McCown right now. I 100%. think Sam Darnold's going to be amazing. But Sam Darnold, I heard the theory postulated on a different podcast. that was like, let him go on the sideline and let him watch Josh McCown attack teams and learn from there. It's good on both sides for the Bills and the Jets, I think. Uh, to recap what you said and what I agree with, long term, obviously Sam Darnold's the man. Best chance to win Week Ten, Josh McCown. Yeah. More competent quarterback in Week Ten yeah. this year, Josh McCown. Yeah. Uh, one of the fastest people in NFL history, CJ Two K, has officially announced his retirement. So I mean, at first he, he hasn't been in the league. But this is, like, official. You know, remember when he was with the Titans, he had broke out all those runs? He was the man who really made the 40 a cool thing and something to pay attention to. And I I can't even tell you the amount of speedbacks that are speedbacks because of Chris Johnson. Mm -hmm. Just running wild. Speed kills, baby. Speed kills. Um, I have nothing to add. I think you covered it all. His highlights will be missed. That's what I might do tonight. I might watch some highlights. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pay my respects. <laughs> 30 seconds. Um, well, speaking of paying respects, all right. Paying respects. Um, a story for our not present uh, host, um, the Chargers. This actually was written for him. This was written for him. Because, of course, we have to have a, uh, a Chargers story on here. Well, yeah, and I was also needling him with the second one. 
<laughs> keep it keep it light. <laughs> uh, Chargers released their kicker Caleb Sturgis and Bosa. Still not a storyline really, but just throwing it back in here. This is where I was needling him. <laughs> Bosa still not back from foot injury. <laughs> Go. Yeah, so I apologize for the second one. It's just needless shots. <laughs> I feel bad for it now that he's not here. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking behind his back, but to a lot of people. <laughs> um, the Caleb Caleb Sturgis. At this point, I just feel bad for the Chargers. And this is a team that I wanted to be, I picked to be good at the beginning of the season. I figured you'd kick her out. Yeah. Um, I, again, I don't have much to say. You hit it. Figure, uh, I, we hit 30 seconds, but figure your, figure your kicker out. I, what's going on with NFL kickers? It almost seems like, you know, the Monstars sucking the, the talent yeah. out of all the NBA players. There's some sort of monster sucking the kicking talent out of all the kickers. I think I think that is terrible. I think you know. I think it is. Hmm. I think it's two people, Vinatieri and Janikowski are oh. stealing people's talent so they can just stay in the league forever. Sucking, literally sucking the life yeah. out of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, better theories have yet to be presented. I'll go with that one. I'm not even mad about it. I'm not even. I'd mad rather about have it. them. You know who's mad? Oof. The Carolina Panthers after their downright beating by the Steelers. Total score last night on Thursday Night Football, 52-21 to 21 Steelers. That was brutal. Yes. That was an ass-kicking every which way that you can possibly imagine it. I mean, everybody talks about, like, oh, Cam has the best escapability as a quarterback in the NFL. He got sacked over and over. And I started to feel bad for him. Yeah. You know, even he couldn't get out of that pocket. Yeah, it was bad. And, and Keekly on the other side, you know, I love Keekly. He's getting abused. Ooh. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, we're going 30 seconds, but I'm, <laughs> uh, I got two things to say real quick. Um, the Steelers put up 14 points in 13 seconds to start that game. They had a one-play 75-yard drive. Uh, Big Ben to uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Great, just broken coverage, yeah. uh, but great, great play nonetheless. And then, uh, damn it, Cam! I played, I played your ass and sat Ben in fantasy. Uh, and then, and then Cam gets pressure from T.J. Watt uh, on like the two yard line uh, throw, goes back into his own end zone, tries to escape, realizes he's going to get a safety, throws just this duck to the middle of the field, gets picked for a touchdown. Not the way you want to start your season. Or start the game. Um, speaking of games, um, did you see that Lev, Lev Bell, is uh, was not playing in the game, but no. he was playing a different game. He was playing a pickup basketball game at the LA Fitness in Pittsburgh. He was, I heard he was at the LA Fitness. I didn't know he was playing basketball. Uh, there was no videos, but he was like in basketball stuff on the LA Fitness, like in floor. the court floor, uh. and some pictures were taken. Uh, well. Let me ask you this. Uh, don't need to go 30 seconds or elaborate how much you want, but uh, would you choose Lev Bell for your pickup basketball team if you saw him on, uh, on the floor? I mean, who else am I playing? I don't know. What do you, okay. Yeah. The answer is yes. Better <laughs> question. He's a professional athlete. Yeah, he's fast and he's strong as shit. Better question, what do you think his shot is like? Yuck, and it goes in, or it's just so terrible? It's so hard to tell. I'm going to go with... I, I'm going to... Because some guys are just athletes in their sport. I'm going yeah. to go with he's got general athleticism. Okay, I, that's what I like to think of. I feel like he can do a bunch of different things. And yeah. he's not like a, a linebacker that's like rocked up and yeah. has to be like physical. And yeah. 
He's a you know he's got shakes and yeah all that kind of business. I feel like he's like generally athletic. Let let me yes again. This is way over thirty seconds, so I apologize, senseless fan base. This is a, this is we're gone tangent. Yes, and this is why you listen. I like random. Yeah, you um, but uh, let me raise you this question because my exact thoughts. He's a shifty guy. He moves. He has those pauses. He can run. He's he's athletic. Conor McGregor, athletic. Um, not super stocky or whatever, but you saw him throw the football yeah, in Dallas. Yeah, but they, he's not in like a an a athlete, like a sports athlete. Conor McGregor at Walsh Disney just called you a non-athlete. His phone number is <laughs> five 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 five. Uh, let me elaborate. He's not an athlete in the sense of like ball goes in net <laughs> athletes. Yeah. He, I'm not saying he can't jump, but I definitely know he can kick, you know, but he's a different type. We are a part of the media now, Walsh. We have to be careful with our words. You would have been eaten up and that I was been, going to elaborate. That would, that, that soundbite would have been chopped and scrutinized if you had your own <laughs> radio show broadcast. He's not coming at me. We had the same name. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, do you want to take it to the NBA? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I want to take it to actually. We are currently right now. One of these people is on the on the screen. Kyrie Irving uh, versus Jamal Murray. That's where I wanted to start. Jamal Murray off obviously scored is is a little while ago. He had forty eight. Wanted to go for fifty. Took the last second shot when nobody was playing defense anymore. Kyrie Irving gets really mad. Throws the ball into the stands to find twenty five k for it. What were your reactions? Uh, grow up. Kyrie, I you're on Jamal's side. I'm on Jamal's side. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I I have no again. It's not the best sportsmanship deal to. It's not the best thing to do to to shoot that shot. No one's going for it. But yeah. if you have a chance to hit fifty, you don't hit fifty all too often. I say that's fine. Go ahead and pull the shot. It's something to talk about. I don't. I don't. No. See if you wanted to hit fifty, do it earlier. Don't wait till people stop playing defense and then try it. But honestly, I didn't care about it either way. Like, both of them. So, like, yeah, you did it. Whatever. I think 25, yeah. Uh, so we're That's a lot of money, though. <laughs> yeah. So we're both on either side of the kind of the, I wouldn't say dispute, but dispute. But, yeah, 25K for throwing the ball into the stands? I think, yeah, that's a lot of money. Damn. I think they're both, they both screwed up. Yeah. Whatever. We're moving on. To a team who's done a lot of screwing up. Uh, The Los Angeles Lakers expected to add Tyson Chandler. Do you like this acquisition at Walsh Disney? I actually do. You got to play. You got to have good interior presence, even though it's not like a big thing in the NBA right now to have an interior presence. You still have to have good people who can play defense in there. Uh, This is a guy who he's known for being a good teammate. He teaches others how to play. So... He, he's only going to help the young Lakers. My only thing is, like, can we take them off TV? God, please. We get it. And Nate, I'm, Nate at Real <laughs> Nate Kramer, I'm sorry, but, like, it's too much. They, Show someone else. It's, it's, it's the territory that comes with LeBron on your team, so I get it. But, damn, yeah. I'm tired of watching the Lakers already. I, it's I t- ten games through. I totally, I'm with you. I totally get why they do it, but come on. Head, Come on. Headband LeBron is pretty dope, though. I'm not a headband guy. Uh, headlet, you don't have to be a headband guy, but headband LeBron, greater or less than no headband LeBron? Less than. 
Whoa, hot take. Okay. Sh- sh- show the receipt or don't. <laughs> you <laughs> there know? you go. Embrace Own it. Own it or don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, the Cavs announced Larry Drew as head coach for the, ri- for the rest of the season. Larry Drew, I don't know who you are, so... Can uh, anyone save the Cavs? No. No, they cannot. No one... Yeah. <laughs> so we talked earlier about what we brought up before we got on the podcast about the Alabama and the Bills line, how Vegas made a line. Because people were saying that the uh, Alabama could beat an NFL team, and so Vegas made a line with the Bills... And they were, like, favored by 25. Yeah, not so, even close. Yeah, they were pretty much saying Alabama cannot. I heard somebody say, it's based, like, Duke could beat the Cavs at this point. And I was like, no, come on. God. So I'm, I think they were joking, though. They said it in jest. I think, I think you're correct. Duke couldn't beat the Cavs. But, no. hear me out. I think that it would, there's more of a chance that Duke beats the Cavs than Alabama beats... Uh, oh, Buffalo, because why you have the offensive defensive lines, yeah, and it's it. just it's just just years and strength, yeah, and those guys are men. Those are thirty thirty five year old yeah. men. Um, bat, not that football. You don't have to be an athlete to be to play football, but I think basketball in general as a whole is a more athletic. It's game. skill based. Skill based. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's skill based, and there are few there are fewer skills needed in football. Plus, there's special positions, but yeah. on the floor, on the court, I think you got to do a little it's, bit of everything. Yeah, and more fluid. Yeah. Plus, these are professional athletes. Do people realize that college football players only get 20 hours a week? Like, coaches can only be with their players 20 hours a week. That includes the game. I didn't so know that, So it's really actually. like 15 hours a week. If you think about how long Are you serious? That, are game. you sure? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's got to be broken. So, I, I don't know if people are following that. No, nah, they can. Players can watch film on their own. But oh, okay. Uh, let's let's move on. Let's yes. move on. I We're digress. Going, yeah. Going, yes, we do <laughs> often. <laughs> uh, let's go to baseball. Couple of stories here. Uh, the Yankees. They have signed pitcher CC Sabathia to a one-year deal for 2019, and he says this will be it. This will be it. So, uh, 2019, CC Sabathia's last year. Um, Very interesting. Yankees. I've yet to see CC Sabathia right. in person, so I will be going to uh, Safeco once uh, the Yankees come next yeah. season. Uh, dude, he <laughs> he's the most savage pitcher. Just uh, just got the he's like the Janikowski of kickers. He's got a, yes, he did. <laughs> a great name. Yeah, CC Sabathia. Exactly. It I, just rolls pitcher. You know. I love it. I love it. Um, will yes. be missed. Will be missed. You want to introduce the next one? Yeah. Bryce Harper declines. I like this story. Bryce Harper declines Nationals' 10-year, $300 million contract offer, decided to test the open market waters. So uh, at the end of the season, when players are going to become free agents, the team that they're on gets exclusive rights to try and deal with them. And they, this is when they offered it. So it's not, it wasn't, it was near the end of the season. He declined it. He wanted to see, he wanted to see what he could get. But he, I think he, he's just tired of losing. He's turning down $30 million a year. $30 million a year to see if he can go win. You got to respect that. Yes. Uh, my two cents, we're at 30. Uh, my two cents is 
that seems like a crazy amount to turn down $30 million a year. Um, however, he's going, he's trying to set, uh, the, the open market record. What is it? Three, three twenty three. It's gotta be something. Uh, three. Uh, I, don't I mean, know. people speculated he might make 400 million. Exactly. He's gonna, he's gonna get it. My point is he's gonna make, uh, bare minimum 300 million. Yeah. Any team's going to pay him 300 million. Yeah. So why not see who else is interested? Yeah. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, Mariners decide to trade catcher Mike Zanino, an outfielder, Heredia. Heredia, thank you. (laughs) That was my second guess. Uh, To the Rays for outfielder Malik Smith. Didn't the Mariners already have Malik Smith? They did. For like an hour. For an hour. He was a Mariner, though. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Uh, I'm not even going to lie. This is hard for me to talk about. My heart's a little broken. <laughs> uh, for people who know, like, I was a catcher when I played baseball, and Zanino was my favorite Mariner, and it wasn't Oh, even I didn't realize close. that. I have a Zanino Mariner's jersey, and this <sighs> is heartbreaking. I mean, yeah, the guy had some injuries, and he hit, he hit just above 200 this year, but he's a power guy, and people are screwing, what, tears, just <laughs> tears. Your eyes are getting watery. <laughs> Um, Just pour pour some out for the homie. This sucks. The tanking has officially begun. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Okay. Yes. (laughs) What DePoto, the general manager, has said is like, we're not, we're too talented to full on tank. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. If you're getting rid of Zanino, full on tank. Yeah. Full tank it or don't. Like, either keep the guy or do it right. But don't half-ass it. Don't rip my heart out and then half-ass it. Don't (laughs) half-ass two things, full-ass one thing. (laughs) There you go. Ron Swanson. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I can't talk baseball anymore. I'm so... Let's go to college football. Yes, we will go to college football where the college football uh, playoffs, the top four came out. Uh, No surprise here. Uh, Top four in order. One, Bama. Two, Clemson. Three, your Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And four, uh, the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, Next up, uh, five, Georgia. Six, Oklahoma. LSU down four spots only to number seven, but should be noted are ahead of one. Two lost Clemson. Sorry. Two lost LSU down four spots. Number seven is ahead of one loss Washington State. I just want to hear your thought on that spot for LSU being ahead of Washington State. Not surprised. Um, why was that move made, and why is that? Because justified? they love the SEC. Like everyone, you I'm have so to understand. So sick of hearing like, that. The, but they do. The the committee does everything for the SEC. Why did they put LSU at three to start? That way, if LSU won or they lost, a SEC team would still be number one in the polls. Like that's why they put LSU there. And they put LSU at three. They drop them back to seven, so they still have a chance if they happen to win a bunch of games and get to but the Alabama Ge- one more But time. Georgia's there. They shouldn't have to have LSU still floating around. They already have their, again, prop-up flotation device, which is Georgia. So if someone falls out, if Bama falls out, you know, possibly Georgia can slide in. This is BS. To have, to have three of the top uh, seven, three of the top seven, almost half, be out of the SEC. I don't like it. Washington State should be in front of uh, LSU. Go Cougs. Ooh, go Cougs. <laughs> go Cougs. <laughs> I like that. 
here's a, this one's close to home for me. Number three, Notre Dame's their quarterback Ian Book will miss the FSU game for State with a rib injury, so he'll be out, um, which means Brandon Wimbush will be starting. Uh, Yuck! Yeah, yikes! It, so FSU, they're not supposed to be good. Notre Dame is supposed to be good, but they always have athletes. Yes. So they can always pop up at any time. I mean, it's Florida State, good program. And Brandon Wimbush, God, I, we were listening to uh, we were listening to some football analysts, college football analysts. Yeah. Before we started the podcast, one of the guys said, "Yeah, Wimbush has a bunch of talent. The guy's <laughs> going to start this week. His only problem is that he doesn't throw it to his team, which is everything." <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> you know? He had like four picks in three games. And one touchdown. This is, I'll just tell you this. For Notre Dame, they can only lose. If they lose, they're out of the top four. So any oh, Notre Dame easy. fan, the whole game, are just biting, I'm just going to be biting my fingernails until the last horn sounds. I'll be watching that and I'll be thinking of you. Thank you. Appreciate uh, that. Wake Forest head coach visits injured Syracuse player in the hospital. I'm not too familiar with this uh, story, so I'll let you take it away. Yeah, this is one of those feel-good, just good-person type of stories. Um, So Syracuse traveled to Wake Forest, and one of their senior players broke his leg and had to go to the hospital. He needed surgery, the whole whole nine yards or whatever. And then, But after the game, Syracuse, I mean, they have to go back, right? So they had to travel back home. This kid can't fly yet. He can't travel. So he's stuck. In Wake Forest, you know, uh, near Wake Forest, in the hospital there, the local hospital, all by himself. His family's not there. His coach, his teammates, like they're all gone. So the Wake Forest coach, he he said, what he said was like, we had a player that happened to a player last year, and so we know how hard that is for them uh, to be there all by themselves, dealing with this like ridiculously difficult time. So he decided that he would go spend some time with this kid. Uh, just to try and make him feel better. And that's just one of those things. Like, that is an all-time good dude, that Wake Forest head coach. That is, uh... That's they, thinking of the kids, you know? There are good people out there. Yeah. Um, just a quick side note. Do you know where lo- where the University of Wake, Wake Forest... Wake Forest University? University of Wake Forest? Do you know where Wake that Wake. university is located? Can you tell me city and state? Or do you have a best guess? City and state... You should get state. You should get state. Knowing yeah. basketball and like what's around it, you should get state. Georgia? Man. It's right it's right by uh it's right by Duke. Yeah, but I didn't think it was in Carolina. Yeah, North it was in Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was just close. That's no, why I went yeah. Georgia, because it's close, but I didn't think it was that close. Because I think between Chapel Hill, Durham, and City, Winston hyphen Salem. Win- Winston Salem? Uh, it's, uh, Winston-Salem. Yeah, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So they have this little triangle. I forgot how far all those schools are from away, away from each other, but. Dang, that's crazy. That's crazy. Duke, Wake Forest, North Carolina. I just always thought it'd be cool to grow up in that area. Yeah. But also it's North Carolina, so I don't really, I'd rather Portland. (laughs) But, uh. (laughs) Good choice there, guy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, take me through these games. Yes, yeah, so just some big games to look forward to. We've usually picked these, but uh, if we can, if you want, or we'll just yeah, let's you. pick them. All right, number ten, Ohio State at number eighteen, 
Michigan State. So this is obviously a big Big Ten game, if I'm correct there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take... I want to take Michigan State. I'm going to take Michigan State. I'll take Michigan State with you. Because Michigan State's at home, I'm going to take Michigan yeah. State. And there are no ramifications, so. <laughs> 24, Auburn at number 5, Georgia. Come on, Georgia. Georgia. Um, I saw an Instagram post today about uh, Auburn being in the top 25 again. Mm. And it was it was like a snap or whatever of like some guy watching like the rankings come out and number and <laughs> Auburn's number 24 like they slid in. And it said, Auburn is like your friend at the pregame that dies and then shows up later at the party. You know, like they completely crap <laughs> yeah. themselves at the beginning of the year yeah. and die. And then all of a sudden they're back for, <laughs> back at the party. Like, well, oh, hey, you're alive. <laughs> you just put them in the backseat of yeah. the car to, to sleep it off. Yeah. And then somehow they, they oh, show up. There you are. <laughs> Glad you made it. <laughs> welcome and, and, to, but welcome most to the party. like, oh, shit, this is not going to be good. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, Georgia, hands down. Last big game, number two, Clemson, and number 17, Boston College. I, I got to take Clemson, although I'd love Boston College to win this one. I would like – I'm going to go Clemson, uh, where I usually like to see upsets. I hope to God no, because I think Clemson's the only team that legitimately has some sort of chance to slow down Alabama. Except Notre Dame. Uh, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm just traumatized from the Manti Teo Bama game. That sucked. That right. was terrible. Weren't we all? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I we knew that was going to happen. <laughs> we all knew that was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of like this year. <laughs> uh, let's go to college basketball. Let's get into it. Let's have some fun. Of, of course, the biggest story in college basketball was that number one Kansas beat number 10 Michigan State 92-87. Until the second game. Oh, wait. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I forgot. <laughs> uh, where Duke slapped Kentucky in their face, one eighteen to eighty four, handing John Calipari the worst defeat of his career um, at uh, Kentucky. Um, I'll let you take it away with the stats. I'll let you have your thirty seconds of shine or moment or minute, however you earn this one. Boast all you want. R.J. Barrett, who's actually the best player on Duke's team, even though everybody wants to talk about Zion Williamson, naturally. He had 33-6-4. It's his first college game. Zion Williamson, uh, amazing, explosive, but can also play basketball. Did you see the pass he threw? Did you see the hit three he hit? 28.7 rebounds. Cam Reddish, the third best player on the team, had 22-4 and four steals. Duke shot 54% from the floor, 46% from three, while Kentucky shot 23% from threes. That was a big difference in the game. After the game, Kapari said, I was outcoached and they were outplayed. That's what he said he told his team. He told his team, I was outcoached, you were outplayed. Which, to, to, to that I say, isn't that every game you play Duke? You're oh, come on. always outcoached come on. and you're always outplayed. But mostly the first one. Coach K, like I said on last week's pod, he makes calamari out of Calipari. Oh, wow. That dude gets outcoached in Coach K's sleep. And here's the last thing I'll say. Duke should be ranked to zero because one just ain't high enough. Oh, wow. That was a good one. I like that. Thank you. Um, uh, just to throw out a couple stats here. Uh, um, 
and recap what uh, at Walsh Disney had said. R.J. Barrett with 33 points. Zion Williamson with 28 points. Cam Reddish with 22 points. These are all, all in one game. These three-point stat line, three, excuse me, these three, like individuals, scored the highest Duke freshman points. These are the highest freshman point totals in an initial game at Duke. Did you you know what I'm saying? Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. Highest scoring debuts at Duke, except with the exception of Marvin Bagley the third last year, who I think had 23. So Cam Reddish would be behind Marvin Bagley, but that's one, two. That's one and two. They put up the first, the second, and the fourth highest. Duke debut scoring wise in that in game. the program's history. Yeah. I'm really glad you could clarify that because I didn't say that very well. Nah. <laughs> you had to decode that. We worked our way through it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, and I saw that and my my jaw hit the ground. I was like, oh my god! And I, I'm glad I watched that game because that's one of those things where you're like, yeah. where were you? You know, like yeah. it was one of those games where yeah. you're like, oh damn! Like, you know, when these guys are in the NBA, I remember watching all three of you. MFers <laughs> beat my team yeah. uh, on the initial rollout. So um, it was a good Duke's game. Duke's recruiting class, number one player, number two player, number three player. And don't forget the number 17 player, Trey yeah. Jones, whose brother's already in the NBA yeah. and won a national championship. He's a true point guard who makes everything work. Well, was he most valuable player of the uh, final four? Final four? Tyus. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good year. Yeah, it's going to be a long one. Uh, so, yeah, I'll have to buckle up. <laughs> I'll have to buckle up. Hold on. All right, that's the news. And we are going to go, we're going to take a break from that, that all that work that we just did, all that hard work. That was a good news segment. <laughs> it was a good news segment. We had a lot of stuff. Had some fun. But we're going to take a break. We're going to go get some fresh air at recess. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Here we go. Recess. For this week, we have actually played... This is a, a different one. We've played this game before, but we've never played it for recess. It's called This or That. You can get with this, or you can get with that. This or that. The way you play it uh, is you give a couple options and we choose this this one or that one. It's pretty self-explanatory. If you can't figure out how to play this game, you are almost too senseless to listen to. I, w- I was going to say there's <laughs> <We> not... <laughs> recommend you stop. You know? We don't want to <laughs> plunge you any farther into the abyss. We all we do is drag people down here. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you got to. But know. you're too far down. You're too far. <laughs> you're down. too far down. Even we have hearts. But this is a this is a special edition. This is a holiday Thanksgiving oh, yeah. edition of well, this or that. Thanksgiving right? edition. Yeah. Of this or that. Get out of some. This is more the nonsense than the bold. Yeah. And like I usually ask you and and at St. Bales when he's here, um, I want to hear your response, but I want to hear why. Well, yeah, it's yeah. important that you okay. elaborate because okay. that's where the fun comes in. Okay. Do you want to start? You want me to start? I'm going to kick it off. Good. It's going to be a nice one. So, again, this is a holiday 
holiday uh, edition of uh, this or that. My first question to you, would you rather spend Thanksgiving dinner at your house and have your extended family come over or go to your extended family's house and spend Thanksgiving dinner there and eat and drink and do stuff? Um, there are pros and cons to both. Yeah. I'm actually in this scenario this 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 year. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to the to the families instead of family coming coming over. So, <sighs> but it's your sister's house. Yeah, it's, it's not like I'm you know traveling. Mm-hmm. But I was saying like you know you, you kind of want to drink. Yeah, get a little bit more than you shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can't do that. Yeah. Exactly. You got to worry about going home. So I think it depends on the year for me. I I would take stay, the, the stay-at-home host yeah. and be able to, to get drunky if you want Yeah. rather than the, the travel. I, I don't know if it... I agree. I don't know if it pertains to you, but I feel like I always have to dress up a little bit more when I go somewhere and I can dress down and get my stretchy pants just on. Just a little bit, yeah. You know, when yeah, I'm at my so own house. Just you know? a little bit more yeah. casual. You still gotta, you, you, yeah, exactly. Still gotta wear a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can't come to the table with a wife beater. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you get, you're a little bit more lax at your own home. Yeah, mine is actually, my first one's very similar, except it, in, it incorporates the travel. Ah. Would, you, would you rather the extended family come to your abode so you host, they stay, they're staying the night there? Ooh. Or would you fly, like, st- you got to go to a different state. So you're staying in their house and that kind of stuff. To contradict what I just said, I would, use, if, I, if I'm going to Wilsonville or if I'm going to wherever, yeah. I'd rather. If it's an easy drive. Then I'd rather them come to my house. But I don't travel that often. I'd rather fly to, I'd rather get out and, and yeah. go visit the relatives and. I think once you get out and travel a little bit, it becomes more, it feels more like a vacation and a holiday. Yeah. Um, but it's, a, then, you, then you're sleeping on the couches or the pullout beds and shit like that. And But you can do that for a couple days. Yeah. If it's like a week, okay, maybe not. If it's three days, two nights, maybe. I think that's about the max. The third night, your back starts to give out a little bit. Again, we we're, again we're the old, we're the old, <laughs> the so, newly olds. Yeah, the the new olds, yeah. <laughs> the new olds. Uh, I like that. Um, would uh, do, and this is asking what you do. Okay. Um, do you eat dinner? Does your family eat dinner with festive music on in the background, or like football games, or uh, no music, silence, and you? It's mostly talking. My family, yeah, we're all yelling at each other while football's in the background and music's playing. Gotcha, gotcha. It chaos. Is K-O. It is one hundred percent chaos. We every time that a, a member, a, a new significant other, has come into the family, they've had to have been warned. It's chaos. Oh, by the way, Get used to it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, and that's how it should be. I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love that. It's good good family stuff. I can see that, though. Yeah. I can see that. My next one. Butter or gravy on your mashed potatoes? Gravy. I've never actually... I, I know I've seen the commercials where people put butter on it. I've actually yeah. never done that. I might try it. Yeah. What about you? They're both pretty good, but I'm with gravy. What's the, what's the percentage breakdown that you've gone butter versus gravy? Or can you do both? Do people do both? Uh, I don't, you, know, you don't get mashed potatoes that often. It's only like Thanksgiving, Christmas. 
Easter. That's yeah. when we do big dinners, you yeah. know? Because um, that's only really the only times we ever have gravy. So mostly butter, I guess. There you go. Okay. I like Sometimes it. just n- neither. And are you partial clumps in your... In your mashed potatoes, or are you fully smooth mashed potatoes? Like it's very few clumps, very few, but a little Mostly bit smooth, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, so you know it's real. Yeah. It's none of that box shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Uh, my turn, right? Yeah. Creamed corn or creamed spinach? Creamed corn. What? I don't know. I've never had either. Oh, okay. I was just trying to hide my ignorance from there you go. from the listeners. I like cream spinach. Cream corn seems like old people food. Like it does. Both creamed food. though sounds like old people Cre- food yeah. to me. My mom makes a spinach with ch- like just melted cheese in there. It's just it's just really? cheese and spinach. It's awesome. That sounds amazing. That, sh- that shit is good. <laughs> but yeah, need need not to say anymore. Yeah. Pumpkin pie or apple pie at Thanksgiving? Pumpkin pie. I was did you see I was can. Like, what holidays are what? Where does pumpkin pie go? Where does apple pie go? To which holiday? I think it's, oh, I see it as pumpkin pie, Thanksgiving, apple pie, 4th of July, cherry pie, my birthday. Oh. There you go. (laughs) Cherry pie. (laughs) Cherry pie. (laughs) I I just, I see 4th of July as a. That's America. I see apples as a summer fruit dropping from the trees and stuff like that. It's America, apple pie. And I see that as like a summer kind of thing. Okay. What about you? No, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't. That's really good clarification. <laughs> Have you had both for, on occasion? Have you had both at the I've table? I've had for... both, but never for like a certain event, really. Gotcha. Pumpkin pie we've always gone with, but and I, I was never really sure how other people looked at it. Now Whip, I know. Whipped cream or ice cream with your pumpkin pie or neither? Whip that cream. wasn't my question, but what? Whipped cream. Whipped cream. I agree. Let's not. Let's just not get wild and put so much ice cream. I mean, you're already eating pie. You know, <laughs> contain yourself a little bit. Um, beer or wine with your turkey? God, a lot of my questions <laughs> are so similar. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, beer. I don't like wine. Okay. My my. I'm fo- not that old. <laughs> my follow up question: If you would have said wine, is you know how. White wine you use for seafoods and stuff. You you pair kind of with the seafoods and uh-huh. the fish, and you eat red wine with steak. Yeah. What what do you use for turkey? Is it what kind of wine, what color wine do you drink with turkey? Whichever one puts you to sleep. Maybe some rosé. Oh, well, half, well, half and half. Half and half. Okay, Man, I think go. you solved it. It's rosé at the tur- at the turkey table. Okay. Well done. Rosé all day. Um. Football. Or nap after dinner. Your preference. Oh. You had to choose one. Yeah, both are great options. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last time I've actually ate myself into a coma. Um, so I probably go football just because I can like, I can rest my eyes if I want to. I'm not going to sleep, yeah. but I can rest my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you <Agreed>. know? <laughs> you have agreement. Um, kind of playing off of what you said, uh, and this is a, a question specifically for you because I know the Walshes like to do this sometimes. You're a big f- your family is all about family, and I think that's cool. You guys yeah. like to do stuff together. But you record a lot of sports, and, I, and I, no other yeah. family does that. Yeah. So this is the question. Record Thanksgiving football games and watch them on a later time with the entire family, or screw that, I'm watching in real time. 
that may be by yourself. Or with not just the whole family, but it might be like dad or it might be mom. It, yeah. You know, people are in the kitchen cooking stuff, but hey, I'm watching the real time. Because uh, I got time. fantasy people. I'm real time. Because I actually, I don't love the recording uh, that our family does of the sports. You, it's a big recording family. <laughs> they, yes. I, I have, I am part of it. You, <laughs> you compromise sometimes. <laughs> but, but no, on Thanksgiving, it's what, you got to watch it real time. Yeah. For me. So, yeah, they can... Anybody who wants to cook, go cook. I'm watching football. <laughs> Screw that. I'm watching it. I'm, I'm making my, my piece is already done so that I can watch the football. Yeah, there you go. You prepare. You're prepared, guys. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, traditional or experimental dinner? Oh. Do you like to go with just the same things every year, or do you like to throw different stuff in there? Like different side dishes? Side dishes, yeah. But yeah. the main thing's the turkey, and that stays. Sure. I'm going to go experimental. I like to... Try new things? Yeah, my, uh, man, I love my mom's, I love my mom's cooking, so anything she, tr- and when she <laughs> tries new she things, it. yeah, it's always good. Like, I, I've never really been into Brussels sprouts, but she went, last Thanksgiving, she went Brussels sprouts, onions, bacon, Whoa. and something else in this dish, but it was, it was, it was Knock fire. Yeah, it was good. So I'm going to go experimental. What about like you? That. Ah, traditional. Traditional guy. We like what we like. We like and why change it? Yeah, and why change it? Um, are you napkin on the table guy or napkin on the lap guy? Like when um, you're at the dinner table, where do you put your napkin? Do you leave it on the table or put it on your lap? Depends. Paper, yes. Table, what? Cloth, nap, lap. Okay, cloth can never be on the table. Yeah, but I feel like I always go. See, I but I, I tuck mine under the plate a little bit. Okay, so it's not like just. Hanging out there. Yeah. It's very controlled. It's like a tucked in shirt. It's, it's, it's yes. clean. It's very clean. Very <laughs> it's controlled. controlled. <laughs> you know, if you've, if you've ever uh, been around me with a napkin, like when I'm done using it, it's yeah. folded into quarters. Okay. And then put away nicely. You use Thrown all, away nicely. Yeah. You don't use the corner. Use all the napkin. You get you fold it. Oh, it's, the all, clean parts. it's all very, very nice and uh, neat. I got gotcha. you. Not a monster with napkins like some people. I got gotcha. you. I like that. Based on the time of when Thanksgiving is, Thanksgiving, football or basketball holiday? Oh, football. Um, it's, I think it's... Uh, I, I think th- you're right. When I, I was writing football. this question, yeah. I was like, it seems a little into basketball season. It is. It but, is. But then, uh, now that I ask it on the podcast, yeah. I'm like, that's a dumb question. Well, I mean, you got a fair point, <laughs> Which is though. the best time to figure it out. Um, last year, for instance, PK80... The oh yeah the, yeah, the yeah. tournament that you know, we both went exactly that celebrated Phil Knight's 80th birthday. Yeah. It was over. It was the day before, the day of, and the day after Thanksgiving, and that was awesome. That was freaking cool. Yeah. Um, so that year it was a basketball holiday. But that one, yeah. Right. And I don't, but for the most part, yeah. It's a if you were to call it a sport holiday, it would be a football holiday. I could care less usually about the teams playing, but I'll watch. Fantasy implications, but yeah. I don't care about the Lions. When's the last time anyone's ever cared about the Lions? But uh, Eminem cares about the Lions. Eminem, yeah. Uh, D- Detroit represent. <laughs> um, your family, what do they do? Eat all together around one table, or are they broken up into different pods around the room, around the house? Some at the table, some at the on the couch with the little ones, some down by the TV. You know, are they off into pockets? Uh, I mean, it kind of depends on how big your the 
the you got a fairly big family. The gathering is, and that's why I wanted to ask you: is you got a big family? How we, do you do it? We go, so it's all around. Well, uh, two tables. It's, yeah, we have the traditional wood Long dinner table. table. Yeah. And then we go and get the fold-up plastic nice, tables, nice. and we have to put those together, uh, and people sit around that whole thing, and then the young chil- the young babies are in their uh, high chair eating things, which is like right by the rest of us. But they're all, you're all basically in the same vicinity. So yeah, I was we're considered all the, together. We're all in the same, yes, we're together. Yeah, I like that. that which is why it's such chaos. Yeah, yeah. There's like... Probably at least four different conversations happening at any one minute. I like it. Yeah. That's how holiday should be. Yeah. So this is where, this is my question that's very similar to one of yours. With dinner, cheap beer, nice beer, hard A. Hard A. Hard A, yeah. Um, Cheap beer last, and I think... Can't fill up too much with the drink. Exactly, exactly. I think it starts... The thing is, you can't drink... This is probably an unpopular opinion, but I don't, I'd rather eat a lot than drink heavily before, get too full, miss out on dinner. Yeah. Leftovers are never the same, uh, and that's why. And, it, and then if you drink after a big meal, it really doesn't do anything because you got all that shit in your stomach anyway. Yeah. So I, I'd rather just have a nice cocktail, a nice, a nice G&T with some good gin. So I can already see my future. I'm going to have a couple beers before. Yeah. Just to get to the point where, like... Food sounds good. You're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you knew yeah. exactly what I meant. <laughs> yeah. And then during... No, I had Lagavulin. Log, I was just talking to my, uh, my pops about Lagavulin, actually. Scotch. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like stuff. that a lot. The good stuff. Uh, my last question... Um, are you more likely to go Black Friday shopping or more of a nah fam, I'm going to get my sleep and rest? I have uh, never been Black Friday shopping, so the, the rest. Yeah. I, uh, I I don't get the point. I don't know why I even asked that one. I could have, yeah. <laughs> could have begged you for a rest guy. Oh, yeah. No. I will, <laughs> Crowds I will, running around. Never have <laughs> been, never will go Black Friday shopping. Not, not your style. No. Not your style. Too many people, way too early. Everyone's miserable. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, no thanks. No thanks. Don't pretend you like it. <laughs> um, my last one, would you rather make a dinner dish or a dessert dish? Me preparing it myself? Yes. Uh, dinner, dinner dish side. I don't want all the attention on me, so I'm yeah, not a turkey yeah, yeah. guy. Of course. Because that's a lot of pressure. But I'd be down to make a dank side. A mm. good, a little spin on some mac and cheese, maybe. Throw in my Ooh. own ingredients. Yeah. Throw in some bacon. Throw in some... Just play around a little bit. Yeah. There, you know? Get yeah. get wily with it. Yeah. And that goes back to my experiment thing. Get a little twisty, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a dessert guy, so I, I'm... What I'm, do you? What would you prepare? Oh, I make good cheesecakes, so... What? Yeah. I did not know this I, about you. I make very good cheesecakes, and I'm making a cheesecake this year. How do you make cheesecake? What do you mean? How do you make cheesecake? I don't even know how... You could, do you bake... You don't bake cheesecake, do you? Yeah. That that stuff is baked? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I know and nothing then, about and then cheesecake. You, and then you chill it, and then you oh, refrigerate you chill it. Okay. So it, it stays hardened. Oh. Yeah. What kind of toppings? Berries? Hell no, man. What do I look like? Now, I'm going to go on original. Usually, I'll probably... This year, I'll probably go... I might go traditional crust. Maybe a vanilla wafer crust. Ooh. And then you can you know put whatever you want on there. Maybe just a little chocolate drizzle. Who knows? 
Who knows, man? Oh, you're wearing the chef hat. I like this. Dude, I'm big into cheesecakes. I mean, check the Instagram. I right? didn't know this. I even have a cheesecake picture on there. So uh, You'll have to throw some up for the BN uh, fans come uh, actual Thanksgiving time. Let, it, yeah, let us throw know how it turned out. I'll throw it on. Maybe I'll make a turkey out of it. Who don't, knows? don't screw it up. Uh, I'll probably will. <laughs> it's been done before. But uh, We're yeah. done. That's recess. That is recess. Look at us. That is this or that for recess. Let's move on. Let's get in. We had our fun. So let's really buckle down, get into some numbers, get a little nerdy, put on your glasses for Nerd Corner. Yeah, that's a bunch of nerds interrupting people who know what they're doing. Nerd alert! The game that was chosen this week for Nerd Corner was the Rams and Seahawks game. Thank you all for whoever voted. And make sure you pay attention for Monday. Because that's when we get it up, unless we really screw up like we did this week. Anyway, Nerd Corner will deep dive on the Rams and Seahawks game. Let's start with the, I'm going to go ahead and take it. Start with the Rams offense against the Seattle defense. So to start off, it's a big big discrepancy. The Rams are number three in points per game with 33, just over. Seattle is number five in points per game allowed at 19 and a half. So what does Seattle do to stop that big Rams offense? Well, they have to stop the run. The Rams are number one in run yards per game with 144. And the Seahawks are number 21 in run yards per game allowed. So you have to start there. The Rams are also number six in average rush at 4.8. So every time they run the ball, they average 4.8 yards per rush. The Seahawks are just number 26 in average rush allowed. So they're really going to have to step up their run defense. To do that, you have to stop Todd Gurley. Uh, Gurley is the NFL's leading rusher with over 850 yards. He is number, he's number one in total touchdowns. He has 16 touchdowns. That's the most of anybody in the NFL with 12 rushing touchdowns and four receiving. So you have to stop him. Then you have to stop uh, the, to stop the run in the girdle. You have to get Rams off the field. They don't have the ball. They can't run it down your throats. Uh, Ram, the Rams are number seven in third down conversion at 45%. The Seahawks are number seven in third down conversions allowed at 36%. So number seven against number seven. So stop the run and get them off the field on third down. Seattle, you got a chance. I, uh, I think you're right. It's, I think the storyline of this entire game, before we look at the, the reverse, is going to be the Rams offense versus the Seahawks defense. The Seahawks defense is not obviously what it used to be. Um, uh, they, it's no longer that Legion of Boom secondary yeah. that you know they became famous for. But Jared Goff is number two in uh, total pass yards at 2,800. Uh, 28-16 to be exact, um, number two in the NFL. Uh, just an incredible uh, quarterback uh, presence. Uh, he's not a, he's not afraid to rip the ball, which I love to see. Uh, however, the Seahawks defense is number three in pass TDs allowed, um, so they don't give up too many TDs um, through the air. Again, you harped on. Um, the Rams defense or the Rams run game, run game, run game, run game. Um, Todd Gurley, stud running back. Uh, the Rams are number two in rush attempts with 272 rush attempts. That's incredible. Um, 
And on the Seahawks' defense, defensive side, uh, they're tied for f- uh, number 13 uh, in forced fumbles with uh, seven and number eight in fumble recoveries with six. Um, so, again, there's a little bit of discrepancy there. Uh, the Rams like to run a lot more than I think the uh, Seahawks' defense um, is able to uh, force turnovers via the fumble. Yeah. It's going to be... Gonna be you're gonna have to do some make plays on Seattle's defensive side of the ball. But let's flip. Let's go Seattle's offense versus the Rams defense. Again, how do I the Rams gotta be favored, right? So we're kinda talking from how do the how do the Seahawks keep it close? How do they hang with the Rams? For that to happen, the Seahawks must run the ball well uh, in order to keep it close. Seattle is number three in run yards per game with 137. The Rams' defense is just number 13 in run yards per game allowed. So you got to take advantage of that. Uh, it, it might be a little bit more difficult. Chris Carson is questionable going into today. He is number 8 in attempts a game and number 9 in yards a game right now in the NFL. So if he's out, this is going to be a lot more difficult. Um, but they can't abandon the run. You know, Just because Chris Carson's out, you can't abandon the run. You can't play with outside, outside yourself got to do what you do. Seattle is fourth in rush attempts in the NFL with over 250. They're last in pass attempts. So they have to play a certain way. Um, and then once you do that, if you stick to the run, then you can get chunk plays through the play-action pass, uh, but you have to run the ball well. Seattle is number eight in yards per completion at 8.1. The Rams, 23 Number 23 in the whole in the NFL, so that's bottom third uh, in yards allowed per completion. Last thing, the big plays will help on third down. If you can get those chunk plays, it'll help on third down. Uh, it'll help you stay on the field. It'll help you control the ball and the clock. Seattle, number 18 in third down conversion at, thir- at 39%. The Rams, number 24 in third down per- conversions allowed at 42%. So third down is going to be big for the for the Seattle offense if they can run the ball and use chunk plays and play action. Uh, to piggyback off what you were saying, they need to establish obviously their run game to open up their passing game. The they Seattle has a chance to win this game, I believe, if they can open up and free the pass game. Um, the Seattle offense. Uh, in total yards per game is ranked uh, a actually an astonishing 26th in the league at a total of 340 yards um, pass yards per game. The Seahawks offense uh, averages about 203, so two-thirds of their offense um, comes through the air. Um, the 203 yards uh, passing yards per game uh, is only good enough for 27th in the league, so not great. However, the Rams' defense... Um, uh, pass defense, um, again, not great. Um, they've been without Aqib Tlaib for quite some time. It's not an elite uh, pass defense, I would yeah. consider. Um, the Rams' pass defense uh, giving up 243 yards a game. I think if they can, like you said, establish the run game early to free up not only those pass plays that I'm talking about, but those chunk pass plays i want to see russ take chances to tyler lockett i want to see russ take chances to doug baldwin and let it rip let him know that you're not scared to let one fly 
And then also that that balances out your run attack. That then then the secondary has to respect those long plays. They they sit back deeper and deeper, and you know easier said than done. But then that also feeds into your run game, opens up the run game a little bit, and it's a nice cycle, and you get things going. Yeah, I think it'll be closer than people think. I think so too. Um, I think I don't know if I we I speak for both of us. I think the Rams win comfortably. I think they win. Yeah. I'm going with what I think most people think it's gonna be like twenty. I think it'll be. I think by seven. Ten. Yeah, at least seven. Yeah, something like that. You want to hear uh, for you, senseless little extra stat? This has nothing to do with the game or anything. I just think it's interesting. Ram the Rams have four players with more catches than the Seahawks' leading receiver. So Tyler Lockett is the. The, in, in terms of receptions, is the Seahawks' leading res, receiver. I think he has 28 receptions. The Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks, and Robert Woods all have more than that. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, right? That's why they're more it's, fun to watch. Like, Todd yeah. Gurley is their third leading receiver, which is crazy to think. Yeah, that, you wouldn't think. That's funny. I like yeah. that tidbit, though. Yeah. I like that tidbit. Uh, and we like Nerd Corner. Hopefully you liked it as well. That was Nerd Corner. Hopefully you learned a little bit more about these two teams, this matchup with the deep dive on Nerd Corner. But for now, let's go to one thing and a winner, our big thing every week. I only got one thing to say to you. Who do you think you are? I am. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose! Good day, sir! Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. One thing and a winner. First we go to week nine to recap. Bales and I tied with eight and four. We we led the week with Kramer real close behind. Tagging Seven and five. Tagging along. I was close. Yeah. You're right back there. Uh this is kind of, we've had, a, I think, a couple people have 10 right in the past two weeks. You had 10 last week. Correct. It's kind of a down week for everyone. Not a bad week. There was a, a lot of wily games, down. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Different. Yeah. Week 10, moving on to this week, these picks. These picks are a little weird because it's more, there are a lot of consensus picks. It's a little bit different. The games, I feel like, are more clear cut. This could, where I want to say... They're clear cut, and I filled this out if it very, goes as it should. very easily. This might be one of those sneaky weeks where it's like, okay, I filled this out, and I thought you know I could pick winners like that. Yeah, but there are some matchups in here that I think could go the other way against my pick. So we'll see what happens yeah. uh, on our. Uh, I feel like for us, it's either we're all going to be very similar in our picks. Yeah, like we're either going to be like next week, the results are going to be very similar, or we're all going to be Theft. way wrong. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So let's get into it. Redskins five and three at Buccaneers three and five. This is crazy. We all choose the three and five Buccaneers. I thought I was making a different pick here. Um, yeah, uh, AP scared me last week with his uh, down week in production. Not that he can't bounce back. Uh, Fitz Magic again, getting a little tired of that name, but he looks confident. Uh, and I really, I really like. The receiving core for Tampa Bay. There's some sort of chemistry that just works there with Fitzpatrick and and the receiving core, and then you add in OJ Howard, and that's you. 
you have three weapons that are able to go down the field and, and catch a ball for you. Lots of injuries for the Redskins, and I just think that the Redskins, anything they are, they are not explosive, and the Buccaneers are. Correct. Cardinals, 2-6 and six at Chiefs, 8-1. and one. Come on, we all take the Chiefs. They're better. Chiefs, lock it. Yeah. Bills, 2-7 and seven at Jets, 3-6. and six. Bales takes the Bills here. Uh, I'll be honest, if Sam Darnold had played, I was going to take the Bills. But since Josh McCown is playing, I'm taking the Jets. Uh, I second that motion, Your Honor. Um, Josh McCown swayed my pick. And this is a solely Josh McCown, I think, is more confident than what any what anybody in the Bills organization could be put out there and execute and 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 execute um, the Jets over the Bills. Uh, give me a field goal. This will be a defensive game. Jags three and five at Colts three and five. We all take the Colts. I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't uh, super comfortable with this one because the Jags are so up and down. But I think the Colts are a very up-and-coming team. The Colts' defense is for real. Yeah. It, this isn't their year, but they're coming. Lions, excuse me, Lions 3-5 and five at Bears 5-3. and three. We all take the Bears. If this, if the Bears want to be relevant, they better win this game. they got to take it and run with it. If they lose this game, they they are the laughing stock of what? The NFC, they're in the NFC East, correct? The NFC uh, North. North? NFC North, thank you. NFC North. They will be the la- laughing stock of the NFC North. Uh, the Lions, they have no offense. La- last week, you could tell the absence of Golden Tate was detrimental to that organization. They couldn't move the ball. Well, 10 sacks. You got sacked 10 yeah. times. Yeah. Or, excuse me, the, the Lions, yeah, the Lions got sacked 10 times. Moving on. Saints seven and one at Bengals five and three. We all take the Saints. I think this game will actually be be fairly close. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take take the Saints because they're rolling. Uh, I'm taking the Saints, and this is actually my PTO's pick for later, so I will not jump all into right. this. Patriots seven and two at Titans four and four. We all take the Patriots. Uh, dang, man, when I made these picks, I did not think it was going to be as consensus, and now it's scaring me as I say them out loud. <laughs> uh, because the Titans have this great defense, but the Patriots are better coached, and Bill Belichick going against people who are associated with him is a fairly good record, so I'll take Bill. Uh, I think I'm, I'm taking the Patriots because I believe the Patriots' defense is going to be able to handle Deion Lewis better. Um, like Deion that. Lewis, uh, ex-Pat. Um, I believe they know him inside and out, and I think they'll have a better game plan than the previous week's Dallas Cowboys did uh, for him because uh, Deion Lewis absolutely ate, ate um, Cowboys? the Cowboys. Uh, funny, st- f- funny little footnote. Um, um, in, in, a, in an alternate... Um, <laughs> in, in an alternate... <laughs> In an alternate fantasy football league, in the cabin football league. Alternate, I like that. Uh, Bales was playing his girlfriend. Um, <laughs> yes. and And was projected to win, I think by like like 80% was his projection to yeah. win. Uh, all, uh, Bale, I won't say her name, privacy. Yeah. But all Bales' girlfriend had was uh, Dion Lewis. 
and Dion Lewis blew up and she ended up winning. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. so, so it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was pretty funny, but uh, we could move on from there. God, I would love to see that reaction. <laughs> that must have been an icy ass imagine household. Imagine going, yeah, imagine going to bed that night, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, thank oh, you, Dion Lewis. That needed that laugh. That was good stuff. Shout out to her. Yeah. Big wins, big wins. <laughs> Falcons four and four at Browns two six and one. We all take the Falcons because the Browns are just the more talented Browns. They're still the Browns. The dumpster fire Browns. Yep. Chargers six and two at Raiders one and seven. It's the Raiders. We all took the Chargers. Seahawks four and four at Rams eight and one. We just di- deep dived on this one. We took the Rams. All of us took the Rams. The Seahawks, while they're playing better than people thought, I just don't think they're good enough. They're very limited in their offensive approach. And since it's deep dive, this is the nerd corner. We usually go score for this game. I'm going to take or at least give something. Uh, I'm going to go Rams, I believe I said, what, 10? 23-33, that's what I'll go with. Uh, I'll go Rams 24 14. I'll All take right. 10, yeah. Uh, Dolphins, 5-4 and four at Packers 3-4-1. and one. We all took the Packers. I just don't believe in the Dolphins. I can't wrap my head around believing in the Dolphins. I, uh, I was using actually your notes a little bit ago, and I saw that the Dolphins were under the fool's gold category. Oh, yeah, that was the uh, backside for the article. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I think that's, that's perfect. The Dolphins are shiny. The five and four, you know, all right record, but no, they're fools gold. They're yeah. fakes. They're yeah. frauds. The Packers are good enough to beat mediocre teams and not good enough to hang with the good teams. A little, uh, a little shameless plug. Check out the writings of of At Walks Disney over here. Yeah. On media. Yeah. Yeah. Every Monday. Good reads. Got one coming out. Uh, Cowboys three and five at Eagles four and four. We all took the Eagles. I just think that they'll get the run game going with Notre Dame alum Josh Adams and Carson Wentz is playing better and better every week. I want to see where Golden Tate goes. I think Golden Tate with a competent a more, Matt Stafford's an all right quarterback with a more competent quarterback Carson Offense. Wentz. Um yeah, I think Golden Tate's going to be the real deal in uh, Philly. Excited to see it. Monday night game. Giants 1 and 7 at 49ers 2 and 7. Oh, we have disagreement here. Ooh, the turd bowl. Yeah, yeah. You're well, you couldn't be more right about that. <laughs> Unless it was the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> I, took, I took the Giants in this one. Wow. Uh, I mean, I, you're right. I don't feel good about it. Uh, I don't know. I just thought they would get something done. They can't go 1-15. and 15. They're not going to do that. Try them. <laughs> got to be, be so, although they're, they're going to be outcoached. <laughs> I just think there's, they have a good defense still. They have kinda. pieces, man. They yeah, they got pieces. Pieces is what I'm they looking for. They got weapons. Um, this is a so... It, I didn't even want to make a pick. I was thinking about just leaving this blank and taking the L on that game. But uh, I don't know. This was solely... You I can't picked, afford that. I, <laughs> ah. I, I picked the 49ers solely because of, what is his name, Nick Mullins? Yeah. Nick Mullins, I watched, uh, this is uh, just a passion pick. I felt it in my heart. I love that kid. I watched some uh, post-game st- uh, press conferences and oh, stuff with it. Yo, yeah. I'm a Took t- your heartstrings. Yeah. 
It might be my 49ers here pretty soon. Oh! <laughs> He's wide how, right off many, the Ravens. See how many uh, teams I can have. <laughs> Sorry, Ravens. All right, that's it. That's one thing and a winner for this week. And now, the last topic of the week. We finish with the with arguably the best thing we do. <laughs> He's been on a roll. It's PTO's picks. La, 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 wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life? Gambling. Let's say you think about gambling. It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Money. Money. I'd be rich. Usually you pay double for that kind of action, Cotton. Episode 39. I don't know what rendition this uh, this is of PTO's picks, but this, again, is PTO's picks where I make the picks and you make the money. Every week we recap my pick uh, for good or for worse. Um, last week I had the Chargers plus one at Seattle. Chargers win 25-17. Another successful lock. We had a we had a bold nonsense uh, senseless listener um, text us with a huge parlay. It was a a successful parlay. Yeah. Um, it was I think a six or seven game um, seven. seven game NFL parlay. One game he won ninety or one dollar. Put one dollar on a seven uh, game parlay, ended up winning um, ninety bucks. Uh, my only question to that listener is, hey, imagine what you could have won if you would have listened to myself and included my PTO pick in your parlay. Sorry, you left some money on the table. You could have taken that free eighty nine dollars, turned it around. Exactly. Imagine what you would have won. But hey, next time I'll get you. I'll give you some more information here this week. I have the Saints. I'm picking the Saints. Minus five and a half at the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I know you said you love... Did you pick the Bengals in this game? No, I picked the Saints. I just think it's going to be a good game. It is going to be a good game, and I was on the fence about this, and it was almost too close to call. Um, Like I said, the spread is five and a half, um, but the Saints are on a seven-game winning streak coming off of a huge 45-35 win against the Juggernaut, uh, previously uh, undefeated... Uh, Los Angeles Rams. The Saints also should be noted. The Saints are also coming into this week covering the spread for six straight weeks. Again, hear me. The Saints covering the spread in six straight weeks. They win and they win big. I do. While I do have a slight concern um, about the Saints coming off of an emotional win, like I had mentioned last week against the Rams, uh, that sometimes tends to leave. Um, Teams in, in some sort of a lull that we see both in college football and the NFL. Oh, yeah. Big game, um, next game. 
You know, um, we saw this with um, Oregon's big win against UW. You know, high emotions, roller coaster ride, and then you just can't match that performance the next week. That was my only concern here uh, with the Saints, but I believe the high-powered offense the Saints bring to the table um, will be enough to outpace the A.J. Green list. Bengals in scoring again. AJ Green is out with a toe injury, uh, Crimea River. But this makes me uh, this makes me even more solidified in my pick. Give me the New Orleans Saints minus five and a half at the Cincy, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Walsh, lock it in. Locked and loaded from at Still Smooth. Thanks for the free money. <laughs> let's. <laughs> It's been a great pod, but let's get out of here. Let's say goodbye to the people. Next week, look forward to our college football top four reactions. Of course, we'll give those uh, the trivia answer. You want me to read it one more time? Okay, I'll read it one more time. (laughs) Only one team has won the NCAA Men's College Basketball Championship more than two times in a row. Who was it, and how many titles did they win in a row? All right, look forward to that answer. Um, You are the senseless. If you get at us, we will bring you onto the podcast. If you want to hear your name, your handle on here, get at us. Just a little note, uh, kind of our entire podcast, letting you know, because people let us know, November 16th through the 26th and December 21st through January 2nd. Uh, Through those dates, uh, there could be potential delays in our show being posted through iTunes, because it's the holidays. So whenever we post, it has to go through iTunes, who then put it up. Well, the holidays, less people are there. So there could be potential delays. Just please be patient with our shows through those dates. Again, it's November 16th through the 26th, December 21st to January 2nd. But that's at a later date. For now, you can always find us on Twitter at bold underscore nonsense, Instagram bold dot nonsense. You can email us at boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. You can always expect the show Saturdays. We hope to get it out before noon. Um, You can find it on SoundCloud. Maybe that's the place to go look during those dates we just gave you. SoundCloud instead of iTunes. But you can also find us on iTunes in the podcast app where we ask you subscribe, rate, review, ask us questions, or just generally give us comments in those reviews. We check them every week. Uh, and, and we would love to hear that. It helps with like iTunes algorithms and stuff. So other people can hear the podcast. We can grow the senseless community. The Bold Nonsense Fantasy Football League. I, I, I have some fantasy football general rants. I'm not going to lie. Uh, in the non-Bold Nonsense League, I have Antonio Brown. We talked about the Steelers earlier. They put up 52 points. He had one touchdown. One they threw touchdowns to like 17 other people. You couldn't throw it to Antonio Brown. He's only the best receiver in the friggin' game. I got 18 points out of 52 points put up by the Steelers. It was drubbing in every sense of the word, and the guy did almost nothing. That was... Oh, my God. I, in the Bold Nonsense Fantasy League, guess who had to play Ben Roethlisberger? <laughs> this guy. And Antonio Brown, one touchdown. One. Who are you playing in the Bold Nonsense League this week? Whelan and Thielen. I did not need the number two team overall to have 51 from Ben Roethlisberger. That's uh, that's tough. A little upset over here. Your two other co-hosts are going head-to-head. I'm taking on the me, Mr. PTO, is taking on the smartest idiots in a closely matched uh, uh, game. 
Uh, currently projected myself, Mr. PTO, at 236 to the smartest idiots, 226. Uh, about a 56 to 44% um, um, breakdown. But, uh, yeah, it'll be a close one. They that's will... a lot of points. Yeah. But that's the type of points we put up in this league. If you want to be in this league with us, next year we have five spots. Just hit us up if you want to be in. And, uh, you know, you could be in. Talking, talking S to all of us. and You want to be in. Having a good time. Let's just put it oh, that way. Oh, it's so much fun. You want to be in. So much fun. Yeah. Thank you for listening this week. I am at Still Smooth. Thank you for listening. Much love. For at St. Bales. Cheers. I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. This has been an amazing episode 39 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Remember to stay senseless. very little i hate goodbyes it's over go home